was an honor to be asked <laughs> to share my uh, my message about my ideas and message about the power of digital media with bridging the gap, the diaspora and, and the African continent, because that's exactly what I've been doing with my work. And I was really excited. It was really great to share, you know, because I really believe that the power is in our hands uh, to tell our stories. And we can see that right now from, you know, so many African content creators are popping up and are doing things, whether it's a podcast or mm -hmm. it's on uh, YouTube or whether they're using Instagram, TikTok, whatever platforms they're using, they're sharing their message and they're creating. And it's opening up opportunities for Africans to get in spaces that they may not have been before, mm. which I think is fantastic. It is, it is, because this is what you were talking about earlier on, right? You know, you were, like you were pioneering some of the content that was being, you know, shown the show social media. And then that inspired some other agencies or content mm -hmm. creators to start doing what they're doing. And because of what you've done, other people have started some things and it's just led to this whole new explosive wave of content creators and media companies, et cetera, et cetera. Definitely. And it takes time because people think, a lot of people think I just started doing stuff with Year of Return in 2019. And it's like, no, I've been posting content about Ghana, about Africa for a long time. Um, the first video I posted on YouTube was a video of me walking through La Palme. And I was like... <laughs> oh my God, look at this place. This is Africa. This is Africa. That was 2011. Wow. And it was, um, I was going to a conference. Um, it was like a women's conference that was happening. And I was just so like, wow, yeah. people need to see this. And when I was doing it at the time, I wasn't doing it because I felt like I'm a content creator because that term didn't really exist. Yeah. I was just posting a video because my friends back home wanted to see, my friends in Canada and the US and stuff yeah. wanted to see what is it like where you are. So once yeah. in a while I would post videos. I wasn't even posting consistently. It was just, I'll post once in a while and share yeah. with them. And a lot of times they weren't even public videos. I made them private, private links okay, cool. that I would send to them so they can see, um, unlisted confidence. links, not private, okay. unlisted links okay. that I would send to them so they can see what I'm doing yeah. um, here in Ghana. Yeah. So. Um, and I had a blog. Oh, I forgot about that blog. <laughs> I had a blog. It was um, called Made in Ghana Africa. Dot mm. blogspot. <laughs> blogspot. Who does that anymore? Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. But, yeah, but you could see what you were doing even back then. Yeah. And how it's evolved into now. Like now, it, you know, IP Prosper. I mean, now you know a lot of people coming to know who you are and what you're doing. It's fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation, Ivy. Yes, um, I me too. I want to go back to, you mentioned your book, your, your book, Essential, yes. Essential Guide. Essential for, Guide on Moving to Ghana. Mm -hmm. um, as a closer, I want you to kind of like share some tips from people who want to kind of relocate to Ghana or maybe Africa per se. What, what are some essential tips you would, you, you would give to them? And not even just even relocating and um, moving to Ghana or Africa, but maybe even being a content creator, starting up as a creative want to be a speaker or any of these other pursuits that, that you've taken on to, to do? Um, so if, advice on moving to Ghana. Yeah, just uh, yeah, some advice to move to Ghana. If you're looking to move to Ghana, I would say that you should plan. Mm -hmm. Firstly, why do you want to move? Ask yourself the why. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have a strong why, you won't last because mm -hmm. it's not easy. It's not um, easy. And with planning, try to have like a year's worth of living expenses because Ghana is more expensive than people think. 
And this way you have a, a backup of funds while you're working towards whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's starting a business, whether it's working with a company, uh, consulting, whatever it is you're doing, make sure you have that. A lot of people who live abroad don't know that these places ask for like a year rent up front, um, two years up front. So it's a good idea for you to be prepared for that because people don't know. They'll come be like, what? What do you mean? A year <laughs> rent? What? So prepare for that. Okay. And um, know that people are always late. <laughs> so you have to exercise patience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that it takes time. It, it can take you two to five years to really get your bearings in Ghana. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur or even if you're trying to work with somebody, it can take two to five years for you to really get your bearings. So you have to be patient. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then you said uh, the being last a, one was being those a creator. That to, those that want to pursue any, any creative pursuits, whether it's content career, maybe speaker, yeah. writing a book, as far as you're doing. As far as being a creator... When uh, you, we live in a time when the power is in your hands, you mm. like people will say they want to do stuff and they think that it's going to happen instantly. You have to understand that it takes time. Like I just said that 2011 was when I shared a video um, on YouTube about Ghana. Um, it takes time and consistency. You can't expect that you post today and you're going to get a thousand views or something. You post today, nobody knows who you are. You're, you don't have an audience yet. You're not going to get a lot of views, a lot of likes, a lot of shares because you're building. So what I say is keep doing it, keep posting, keep writing, keep doing whatever it is that you're doing because you're creating your catalog. You're creating your catalog that people will look back on mm -hmm. and see, oh, wow, you did this and you did this. Because right now there's, there's creators in Ghana who are really successful and now people are going and looking at their old stuff and like, oh, wow, they've been doing this since then. Then they're consuming their old content and realizing this person is serious. They didn't just come from nowhere. Yeah. So it's important that you know that you have to just keep on pushing, keep putting your message out there. Um, it's like, uh, there's no such thing as an overnight success. People think there's overnight success. Media plays this story as if people just come out of nowhere, but those people have been practicing. They've been doing whatever they've been doing for at least five to 10 years before you even found out who they were most of the time. There's a very few out there that suddenly get fame and because of viral videos or whatever it may be. But sometimes if you have a viral video and you don't have the content to back it up, then you just fall. Like you'll have a video that gets popular. Everybody knows it. They see it. And then they look where else, what else do you have? Nothing. Then that's it. You fall by the wayside. So if you have things that you're doing all the time and suddenly something goes viral and people see that you have other stuff that is out there, then it's like, Oh, okay. They've been doing this for a while. Absolutely. Sustainability and consistency is the key. Um, that's my big takeaway from what you've just shared as well. I'm being patient and, you know,